Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Thursday, lively one today. It's the herd in LA, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us. Part of your day one hour from now, as good a 15 minutes as we ever put on this show, Greg Cosell, if you bet football, you play fantasy football, or just want to get smarter in football, Greg Cosell, one hour from right now, joins the show. I'm going to be uplifting, I think, today. Try to be. For Jay Mack, who's had a very difficult last 48 hours. Very difficult for you. And I feel bad for my running mate here, but I, I, I feel there's some positivity in the air. I may have bet the Jets' money line this morning. On the, <laughs> on the way to work, stuck in crummy traffic in L.A. I was thinking about this deep, man. I, Jets might take down the Cowboys. Okay. I'm, not, I'm being dead serious. Is it not fanboy talking? Don't get me down about the Jets. There's some positives here. Well, let's, let's, let's take that baton. Okay. So Aaron yesterday went to IG, yesterday or the day before, a very, very heartfelt message on uh, IG. He's a good talker. He's a good IGer. He said, thank you to every person that reached out, DM, texted, meant a ton. I'll try to get back to all of you soon. I'm completely heartbroken, moving through the emotions, deeply touched, humbled for the support and love. Keep me in your thoughts and prayers. The night is darkest before the dawn. I shall rise yet again. Uh, I love that. And he's good at that. And people should remember, though, um, he is 40 in early December, and rehab is harder for older players. But his head coach, Robert Sala, himself young, says, we're thinking about Aaron. I mean, I'd be shocked if he's if this is the way he's going to go out. But uh, but at the same time, for him, uh, he's got 
he's working through a whole lot of headspace, uh, things that he needs to deal with, and uh, that will be the last thing I talk to him about. Okay, so here's just a reminder that there are certain ages that we know about. You have to be a certain age to rent a car. you got to be a certain age to be a president. In sports, there are certain ages. It's always been like 35, 36 years old for a wide receiver, and it's kind of over. You can't separate. 40-year-old quarterbacks, 40 and older, that's the number. So here are the most career passing yards, 40 and older. So Brady is a Martian. It makes no sense. Almost 28,000. It makes no sense. His career 40 and older was better than most pro careers. But after that, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Warren Moon, Vinny Testaverde, all in their own space, great. All get about 5,000, 5,500 yards. And those are multiple years, 40 and beyond. And they end up with about 5,700, 5,800 yards. Brees, no longer a deep ball, last two years in his 40s, could not stay healthy. Warren Moon, wildly athletic, early NFL, Canada College. Last couple of years, last five years, he wasn't running around. He was a pocket quarterback only. Dak's 30, just 30. Dak is now almost strictly a pocket quarterback. So Aaron was already showing signs of age last year in Green Bay. He played more regular season games, 17, than he had in any year in his career as the NFL extended the season. And it was his fewest rushing yards as a starter. So we talked about this a couple days ago. Job one for the Jets, get a left tackle. They got to fix that O-line because you're going to get a pocket quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Achilles surgery is rough. Four, five, six months, no jogging. It's tough. It's crutches for not weeks, months. It's a brutal surgery for a 24-year-old who doesn't have the bag and a ring. You wake up every day and ask yourself, is it worth it? Now, you'll still get Aaron's brain, leadership, and arm. You'll be fine. But you're going to get less Aaron Rodgers when he gets back. That's what you're going to get. Probably not going to give you 17 games. You're not going to get runaround guy. He's going to drop more throwaways, get rid of it, don't get hit. Absolutely. Get in an accident. For the rest of us, it's different when you come back. Tom Brady, first year after his big injury, you could see he was frustrated if anybody got near his knees or below. Jordan Palmer, six years in the NFL, a quarterback coach, talked about the journey now for Aaron. When you just look at the rehab of this, he's 39. It's one of those things where you have those milestones, but it's a decision in the beginning. I'm either going to do this and pursue this with really everything that I have, or I can't do it. You can't 75% an Achilles injury, especially at 39. And so I'm fascinated to see not how the rehab goes, but that decision that Aaron makes. And if he decides I'm all in and I'm doing this again, I don't think there's a problem. Okay, so now let's shift. I know everybody's freaking out. And you should. Aaron to Zach's not the same guy. But an NFL exec talked about the outlook for the Jets. And his quote was, I don't think there's a veteran out there that's much of an upgrade over Zach Wilson. So let me just throw this at you. There are teams in the NFL right now today in much worse quarterback situations than the Jets. The Jets have a great defense, a star receiver, an encouraging run game. And Zach Taylor's young, cheap, athletic, and just spent six months with Aaron. Zach Wilson, excuse me. That's not the end of the world. He can't carry a franchise. I don't think he's a franchise guy. Can he make some throws to win some games for the rest of this year? 
plus I get Aaron back next season? That's not the worst situation in the league. Run game, defense, star receiver. He's young and athletic. He can move. Aaron, six months, picked on that brain. The tsunami that I'd be scared about as a franchise, and you don't see it coming yet. It's out in the ocean away, right? Russell Wilson in Denver. Starting next year in Denver, starting next year, Russell goes from what he is now to a $35 million cap hit, a $55 million cap hit, $58 million, $53, and $54 million cap hits. It hasn't started yet. (laughs) And what was the first thing, the first message we got from Sean Payton? So Sean Payton gets the job. He makes calls. I talked to him before he took the job. He was making calls on Russell Wilson and other factors in Denver. And then the first thing he does when he gets to Denver is look at film of every snap. He told us that's what he would do if he goes to Denver. Look at every snap of Russell Wilson. Figure out what he does well, what he doesn't. And what did he do? First day he could, signed a very expensive backup. Okay, that's a thing. Russell Wilson is a small increasingly expensive, soon-to-be 35-year-old quarterback that needs, needs to run to be effective. Aaron doesn't. Aaron doesn't. Dak, I think, does. Josh Allen does. But certain guys, Mahomes runs once or twice a game. He's fine. Herbert, fine. Mobility's an additive. Aaron doesn't have to be wildly athletic and move around outside the pocket and downfield to be effective. Russell Wilson does. The last three years for Russell Wilson, wins, completion percentage, passer rating, and touchdown passes, all eroded. And the mega contract hasn't started. If I own the Broncos, if I run the Broncos, if I coach the Broncos, that's frightening. I don't think he's washed, but he's not the same quarterback. All right, Zach Wilson for 16 games. He's young, he's cheap, he's athletic, got a lively arm. Our defense is great. Nobody's scoring in the 30s on us. Run game can carry most of it. Have him drop back 18 times, complete 12, one to two big throws a game. Try to stay away from fumbles and picks. You'll probably get one pick a game. Jets can win a lot of games 23-20. Okay, Denver does not have that run game yet, nor that defense. They don't have a receiver as good as Garrett Wilson. That's scary. And by the way, Zach doesn't cost much. Aaron reworked his deal this year. I think the Jets still have some cap space this year. Next year, pretty punitive. But you get Aaron back. Denver's scary. This substitute teacher... You know, just try to keep the kids under control, get to the bell, get to the end of class. That doesn't scare me. Regular teachers coming back. See, J-Mac, very positive, very uplifting. I like it. I'm assuming you had a great dinner last night or something. What prompted this excitement? I did fly up to Portland for about five hours, saw my son had dinner, but uh, I was just thinking... That generally, in this world we live in, where everything politically, everything in business, everything in sports is inflamed on social media, Mm. and I'm like, I was just thinking as I was flying back last night, 
I was thinking to myself, great defense, run game. You're not asking him to carry the franchise. You're asking Russell Wilson to carry a franchise. And next year, that, that contract, the first thing Sean Payton did was sign a backup. Remember the day it happened, we were all like, that's a lot for Jarrett Stidham. That's a lot for a backup, considering in a year what you're going to pay Russell. That could be brutal. Not saying it's going to be. That would be scary. That would keep me up at night. Starting Zach Wilson for 16 games is not keeping me up at night. Yeah. I got to be honest. If you are a Dak Prescott fan, you look at his numbers last year against top 10 defenses. I started to dig into them. A buddy uh-huh. put me onto this. And it's like Dak has not performed well against elite defenses. He's going to carve up the Bears and some of the inferior defenses. But, you know, this Jets defense, look what they did to Josh Allen again last week. This is three straight games. They bottled him up. Um, there's some excitement in Jets fit. By the way, you got you hear anybody liking the Jets at nine and a half? Anyone? Uh, well, no, I would take the Jets at nine and a half. Okay. Ten, the Jets are one of the bets of the weekend. Nine to nine and a half. I I'm not sure if it'll make the blazing five, but I it's uh, the Jets are the side at nine and a half, aren't they? I think so. These are arguably the two best defenses outside of San Francisco in the league. The two best. Well, you think one's going to run away with it? Yeah. I mean, I, to me, Dak's going to throw 23 times, 25 times. You think it's gonna? You think the conclusions, the the results are gonna be great? Because Sauce Gardner takes away C.D. Lamb. We hope Sauce did not have a great opener. Uh, you know, Diggs had some catches on him. Well, but yeah, but nothing. Nothing big. No. Some 10, 12 yarders. I but thought I thought Sauce had a pretty good night. He was no Jordan Whitehead, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> two of those were thrown to him. Week two of the NFL season is here, and I have a great pick for you this week thanks to DraftKings. But first, wanted to let you know that customers can bet 5 bucks on football at DraftKings Sportsbook and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the app now. Use the code HERD to get it. H-E-R-D to sign up. Code HERD. Now for my pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the New York Giants minus 5.5 at Arizona. Arizona lost to a bad team in the Commanders. I don't think it's a great locker room. I think the rookie head coach is limited. The Giants got embarrassed by the Cowboys, so most people will flee the Giants. Historically, good coaches and capable quarterbacks who are embarrassed on national TV bounce back. I'll take the Giants to win minus five and a half. Football's back in full swing with another week of great games, and who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5. That's it on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers, all of them, can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code HERD to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with a code HERD. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, see dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply hi it's the herd the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and decovis is your stop before attending your next concert decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring including men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more all decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. So uh, Josh Allen took the heat for his performance against Buffalo, and I'm not saying, uh, you know, Josh Allen, that was his fumble. One of the picks was really bad, too, you can argue. One was a great play. But um, I generally find that talented quarterbacks who throw interceptions, there's a dot, 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 drip, drip, drip. There's a connection to it. So first of all, Sean McDermott, defensive head coach. That matters. More on that in a second on Josh Allen's uh, four-turnover game against the New York Jets' excellent defense. I'm telling him you gotta, we got to be smarter, and, and he knows better and um, can't do that. And the coaches are doing the same. And Listen, he's hard on himself. You guys know him. He's hard on himself. Uh, he wants to win, and sometimes that's, that's what at times uh, gets the best of him. Right. And, and so just taking what the defense gives you. And that's a good defense. Him, 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 him. What about me? PFF this morning. 10 of the 11 top rated offensive lines, 10 of 11 and the top six. All offensive head coaches near the bottom. Bills, Patriots, Seattle, Texans, defensive coaches. I've been on this for two years. Offensive coaches figure out offensive line play very quickly. Andy Reid and the Chiefs did it in four months. Five years for Tomlin, maybe six. Five years for McDermott. With a, with a better run game, 
and more consistent protection, Josh Allen wouldn't have to run around like Justin Fields, who also has a defensive head coach, trying to save the day 15 times a game. Jordan Love, Tua, Brock Purdy, Matt Stafford this weekend. Don't feel like they're running for their life. Four of the five most sack quarterbacks week one, defensive head coaches. And Josh Allen's DNA, his quarterback DNA to begin with, is a little wild and out of control. So if you have a hyperactive 12-year-old, I would recommend you don't buy him a Mountain Dew Big Gulp. Why is our kid acting all crazy? I don't know. Parent better? Figure it out? Yeah, why is, why is Josh Allen running around throwing picks? Because he has to save the day because they can't develop a run game six years in. His style is already a bit wild. That's how he plays. I mean, Lamar Jackson's style, his feet, his legs are a big component to it. That's why they went out and got him tight ends. Guaranteed easier completions early. Baltimore realized he's a runner. We're going to slowly develop this pass game. We'll start with tight ends. Then we'll go to deeper routes. Very smart by Baltimore. Buffalo, yeah, our guy is wild and runs around. Let's have him run around and be wild. I don't know why I throw so many picks. Defensive head coach, defensive culture. I've been on this for a long time. I saw a story in The Athletic this morning. Does Josh Allen need to help his offensive line a little more? Flip the telescope. The O-line just a few times in the last six years has helped him. You got to help these guys. Chicago and Buffalo's offense. There's talent. Both quarterbacks feel like they have to make the big plays. Jordan Love, all sorts of help this weekend. Clever play calling, excellent protection, solid run game. It's what I saw from Matt Stafford in L.A. and Brock Purdy with San Francisco. There's a theme there. Even Anthony Richardson, the rookie, the raw rookie in Indianapolis, Played mostly under control. Had a couple of bad throws. He's a kid. Nick Wright from earlier this week on Josh Allen and where his issues are. Since Dable left, Josh Allen has played 19 football games. He has 39 picks and fumbles in those 19 games. More than two a game. At some point, the results must matter. And I understand with Josh that at his best, he's the second best quarterback in football. And at his worst, he can lose you a game to Zach Wilson. Yeah, O-line run game. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, very similar. Tough physical defensive head coaches. Get the defense right. Have talented young quarterbacks. Maybe a star receiver. Steelers, Bills, last five years. Can't figure out the O-line. Why could Andy Reid do it? In one offseason. Why did Sean McVay do it with the Rams when he arrived? In one offseason. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. So over at the other place, they had a, um, a graphic that showed up about is Jalen Hurts Philadelphia Eagle quarterback, is his play sustainable the way he runs and takes hits? So the most rushes ever by a quarterback in their first three season, here are the numbers. Lamar Jackson, hurt last two years. Cam Newton, 
hurt throughout his career, age very quickly. Kyler Murray currently hurt. Jalen Hurts, cross your fingers, he ended last year playing but was not nearly 100%. But here's the thing with Jalen Hurts. From his infectious leadership to his maturity, to his focus, to his production, if he retired in five years from this moment, I'd still be completely satisfied with that contract. Not every worker at every company is in it for the duration. Companies, I, I've worked in, when I worked in local TV, I'm sure we use them here at Fox. Uh, when I was in local TV, we used constantly consultants who would come and get paid a lot to briefly work at a company and make us more efficient. They got good money. They were barely in the building. In Hollywood, you can get a movie credit for just cleaning up a script. Makes it a better movie. Cam and Big Ben aged quickly. The opposite of Brady. It was not elegant at the end. There were no Super Bowls near the end. And they were 6'6", 255-ish. Jalen Hurts is 6'1", barely, and like 225. And so when I look at it, Jalen Hurts last year, in his, his second full year starting, but his first big breakout season, banged up. And so if you look at Kyler and Lamar Jackson, who are not Big Ben cam size, it's, year, it's usually about year four when the, the hits start taking their toll. Now, Jalen Hurts smartly, remember last offseason, we mentioned this multiple times on the air, he bulked up, he yoked up, he wanted to get thicker. Russell Wilson did that last year, and he lost his speed, so Sean Payton said, yeah, stop the bulking up, lose 15 pounds. So Jalen can gain weight, but part of his greatness is running. Same with Kyler, same with Lamar. It's not as much with Mahomes. He can run, but it's the arm, the angles, his pocket ability. So you just don't see a lot of 77-year-old stuntmen in Hollywood. Uh, you know, there's two guys who aged and never really had reduced physicality. Tom Cruise, Tom Brady. That's it. I saw a story this morning from Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning said, Jalen Hurts is the model of how you approach quarterback. Maturity, focus, team guy, probably not a 401k. He's not, he's not going to last 50 years. You're not going to open it up at 70 years old. It grew tax deferred. It's been there the entire time. If you get four more big years from Jalen Hurts, comparable to last year, I'm good with it. Good teams in the NFL draft a quarterback every other draft anyway. I mean, how many did Belichick draft when Brady was the best quarterback in the league? Every other year he drafted a quarterback. One hit. One, exactly. Jimmy Garoppolo. And most of you don't love him. So, I, I, I'm, you know, I, think it's, I, I don't think it's a sustainable style of play. This is not, let's be honest. Belichick, Andy Reid, the exceptions. Maybe Sean Payton in Denver can last, you know, five or six years. This is a year-to-year league. That's where everybody keeps their jobs. You have stability in the front office, stability in the coaching ranks, the best teams. Pittsburgh may not win Super Bowls. They've got stability. That's why they always land great scouts or executives because people feel like, hey, I can make mistakes and I'm not going to get run. So, uh Jalen Hurts, four great years. Philadelphia has proven as a franchise they can pivot to a new quarterback and win Super Bowls. So uh, Tua was sensational this week. 
Now, this is not a shot at Tua. Some of it was the defense, which should be a lot better than it was. He was facing the Chargers. Nobody gives up more third and longs than the Chargers and Brandon Staley. But Tua scoffed at those who questioned his ability to throw the deep ball. I think when you when you look at deep shots, it entails everyone. It like for those like watching, it's like you can't just take a drop in the NFL and just decide, hey, because everyone says I can't throw the ball deep, let me just chuck this ball deep as far as I can. Like it entails everyone on the offensive side to work together to be in symphony and guys to be at the right places at the right time. Do you think that anyone is still saying you can't throw deep? I don't care. I, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> 466 is, that's what 466 is if I can't throw deep. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I like Tua. Uh, his arm's good enough. I don't think he throws a great deep ball, but he also has the world's fastest football player, Tyreek Hill, and arguably the second or third fastest player in Jalen Waddle, and a brilliant, not just smart, a brilliant offensive coach. So uh, his arm is good enough. Andrew Luck, people said, his arm, Phil Sims, his arm, it's good enough. What interests me this weekend is Miami at New England. So Brandon Staley is a defensive coach with a Bosa on the edge. Belichick doesn't have that. And Tua threw for 466 yards, three TDs, and 110 passer rating. Tua really likes to throw to the middle of the field. And the Chargers often left it wide open. Here, Tua, it's all yours. If you go look at the throwing chart for Tua this weekend, you go look at the throwing chart, and I'm looking at it now, and a lot of stuff off to the right, left of center. Chargers left it wide open. So what's really interesting to me, 466, 110 passer rating, three touchdowns. If Tua duplicates that effort against New England and Belichick, my bad. If he throws for 440 yards, three or four touchdowns, 110 passer rating against Belichick, who doesn't have a Bosa? My bad. But my guess, Belichick is a great defensive coach, will take away the middle of the field in the easy 12-yard completions, bracket Tyreek Hill often, and my feeling is, the Chargers, once again, will have to go, why can't our guy with a bigger defensive payroll stop him at all? So against Bill Belichick, two is average against Bill Belichick. Passer rating, 88. Three TDs, two picks per game, 180 yards. Against the Chargers, he looked like Dan Marino throwing against air. He threw for almost five football fields on the road against the Chargers with a Bosa on the edge. So I have said this, is that the great, you know, in sports, when you have something that's great, like Mahomes or Belichick or Saban, you can judge everything off that. Like if, like if Andrew Luck could go behind a bad old line and go 11-5, and five, that's a great quarterback. Your guy has to be good. I don't want to hear about O-line. Andrew Luck went 11-5, and 11-5, and 11-5 and behind a terrible O-line. With a, with, a, with a coach that got fired. You can't keep making excuses for your quarterbacks because, well, the receivers, we don't have this. Terri Justin Herbert, terrible O-line first year. 31 touchdown passes. Keep making excuses. So we can do that for coaches, too. We can keep making excuses. But Brandon Staley's defense got lit for almost five football fields.
So if Tua throws for four football fields this weekend, 110 passer rating, my bad, I'm wrong. It's not a Staley issue. But if you look, Tua's beaten Belichick, but he has been held down by Belichick. So that, that's a game Sunday night I'm really interested in. And I've said this, if you didn't watch the New England game, it's easy to say, well, they fell behind. I thought Mac Jones outplayed briefly in the second half Jalen Hurts. And I thought New England, of all the teams that lost this weekend, New England may have been the most promising team that lost. I thought they looked pretty good. Old Mr. Uh, McEnroe Jones hater over here, J-Mac, I thought they played really good football. Listen, Philadelphia's got athletes everywhere, jumped on them. Offensive coach comes in. You know, offensive coach Nick Sirianni comes in with an excellent game plan. The minute that game adjusted, New England looked really good. Maybe an upset. Doubt it, but keep your eye on New England. I, I feel about New England the way I feel about the Jets. 9-8, in almost every game. Don't know if they have the playmaker at quarterback to win the games, but I think New England and the Jets are battling to the last week of the season to figure out who. Miami's getting into the playoffs. Buffalo should. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. 
If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Kyle Shanahan uh, was talking about Brock Purdy. And, you know, people are like, well, uh, Brock Purdy, it's all the players around him. It's not Brock Purdy. It's Kittle. It's Debo. And Kyle Shanahan's thoughts on his starting quarterback who never loses. He's playing at a high level because he's good at quarterback. Uh, you never know at the next level, but that's, I mean, that's how he played in college. You know, he did it a lot. And I think it was one of his first games. He had his own read play for like 60 yards or something. So Brock's always had a knack for making plays with his feet. Uh, he has the quickness to do it. You, know, you never know how to equate at this level, but uh, looked that way in practice and stuff, and he's carried it over to games. Listen, his last two years at Iowa State, Iowa State's not a football power. Not a lot of NFL guys around him. Not, there were some. Had a good running back. Last two years at Iowa State, completed 69% of his throws, 38 touchdown passes, six touchdown runs, and a 16-9 record at Iowa State. That's really good. He left with a good coach, Matt Campbell. He left. They went 1-8 and eight in the Big 12. They caved. Brock Purdy's good. Now, he's, he's a little bit of an old-school point guard in the NBA. He's a 15-9 guy. He can get you 28, maybe 26 a few times a year. He can run around and make a play. But he's an old-school guy. And don't forget, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, and Debo Samuel may be the best in the NFL at their position yards after the catch. He gets them the ball accurately and quickly. Jordan Palmer yesterday on Brock. There's something that happens in the draft. We get so caught up, and we spend all this time, those couple of months, talking about it, and then the draft happens, and then this guy, and you kind of, you're labeled from the media and fans' perspective. That guy's a third-round pick. That guy's the top 10 pick. That guy's Mr. Irrelevant. When you get in the locker room, you get in the huddle, you're just a niner. Your brand or whatever you are is what you're doing right now. It's not what happened in the draft. People get drafted too high. People get drafted too late. And so... I think we've all made a big deal about it because it was such an incredible story last year. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. With that, 44 years NFL Films, Greg Koso. We'll circle back to that game in a second. Um, listen, I, I did say, considering the emotion, Aaron Rodgers, flag, running out in the tunnel, the stadium, it, it felt like a Super Bowl. And then Aaron gets hurt. Zach Wilson comes in. And I thought the team played inspired football. Could have been a chaotic moment. It wasn't. What did the film say about Zach Wilson? I mean, they didn't ask him to do a ton. What did the film say? Well, you used the term old school a moment ago, not speaking about this. I think that's what you're going to see the Jets do. Um, Zach Wilson still struggles to see it the way you need to see it. Um, You start to wonder... If that can get better, you don't know. There are a lot of quarterbacks, Colin, you know this. You're a quarterback guy that have really good talent, big arm, excellent mobility. But when all said and done, for whatever reason, they just don't see what they're supposed to see yeah. at the speed with which they're supposed to see it. And uh, there's not a lot of time, as you know. We'll come back to Brock Purdy, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, Wilson just struggles with that. 
So you're going to see old school football. You're going to see 80s NFL football and 90s Big Ten football with the Jets. <laughs> they're going to play. They're going to play to their defense. They're going to run the ball when it gets to be third and nine. They're going to have draws and screens um, because they're not likely to be down 24-3 in the second quarter in any game in which they're playing. So they're going to play the way in which maximizes their ability to, to compete and win. And, you know, and unless Zach Wilson shows incremental improvement over a number of weeks, they are certainly not going to put him in difficult third and nine situations. And they'll have third and nines, obviously, but they're not going to ask him to drop back and have to scan the field, read a defense, you know, go through progression reads. He's not really ready to do that. So I, I defended Josh Allen um, about 30 minutes ago, and I said, um, when you have an inept run game again, um, you do tend to press and think you have to make right. a play. And when I see Josh Allen, we're five years now with Buffalo, can't get their run game in their own line right, and I feel like he's no. pr- he's he's pressing. He's feeling like psychologically, I gotta I gotta do something here. And so some of it's like, well, if you don't give a quarterback a run game, don't be shocked if their if their quarterback DNA is already a little loose and wild to begin with. Don't be surprised if they press. That's what I see. What does the film say? Yeah, I did a deep dive into Josh this summer, probably watched about 300 dropbacks, and he's not a precision player. He's yeah. kind of a knockout artist, <laughs> you know, and, and obviously they've won a lot of games, and he's played really, really well in playoff games. We know that. He's capable of playing at an extremely high level. This team, contrary to what many believe, is not really that good on offense. You've nailed it. They don't run the ball. They're O-line. They're trying to address it, but it's probably average at best by NFL standards. They really have one quality receiver in Diggs. We'll see what Kincaid brings to them, but really they just have one quality wideout. So it's been the Josh Allen show, and they've won a lot of games. He plays a certain way. What happened the other night's not defensive ball. I think we would all agree with that. Um, and he's going to have to get better just at playing with some sense of precision in the pocket. Um, he, he, he bails out of the pocket, Colin, too soon, and the film shows that. He leaves plays on the field. Then, of course, he'll make a spectacular play that only Josh Allen can make. But just the details and nuances of playing the position at the highest level in the NFL, he needs to work on a lot of that. And, again, I don't know how he's coached, so I don't want to address that, but that needs to happen. All right, let's talk Steelers getting whacked by Pittsburgh uh, or by by San Francisco. So I watched the game plan by the Niners coaches for Brock Purdy, and it felt fairly aggressive considering you're facing a team that's led the league in sacks several years. Now, this offense is very much about getting the ball to Debo and Kittle and Christian. It is. But I do now quick. Yeah, and I but I do think Brock's a bit more athletic than I give him credit for. How did you think he played? I think he played well. I agree with the more athletic part. He gives the 49ers something they did not have with Garoppolo, which is the second reaction movement ability to make plays outside of the structure. But I tell you what struck me, and I I watched this summer every one of Purdy's dropbacks from a year ago, and obviously watched the the game this past week on, on the tape. Here's what really stands out to me about Purdy. He shows an excellent feel. Maybe it's innate. Maybe you can teach it. Maybe you can't. But an excellent feel for what defender or defenders to read and control on specific route concepts. 
He's very, very good, Colin, at mentally simplifying the reads and the throws based on the route concept versus the coverage. Because keep in mind, you know this, quarterbacks are never asked to read six or seven guys. That's not humanly possible. They're asked basically to read a player or two based on the route concept versus what coverage they're seeing. And I just think he has a really strong feel for understanding that within that one and a half, two yeah. second, three second at most time frame. Yeah. I thought Kenny Pickett, conversely, uh, looked rushed, a little lost. Um, it could have been the lack of protection. What did the film say on the uh, second yeah. year quarterback for Pittsburgh? Yeah, certainly Pickett did not play well, and I agree with that. I thought that, you know, their O-line got manhandled by yeah. a really, really good D-line pass rush. I mean, Hargrave gives them so much inside. He's just, just so strong as an inside pass rusher. And then you have Bose on the outside. Armstead's really good. Um, he never really got comfortable in this game. Um and I think it affected his ball location because he just he he rushed himself quite a bit in this game. Yeah. And so he missed some throws with poor ball placement. And he that cannot be an issue for him because even though he's got mobility and we've talked about this and I like Kenny Pickett, we've discussed that. He certainly at his core is going to have to become if he's to become a really good quarterback, it's going to be from the pocket. So he can't miss throws that are clean. All right, Tua uh, looked like Dan Marino against air. I mean, he was insane. I don't think there's a team that gives up more third and longs the last two years than the Chargers. They're paying a lot for that defense. They've got a Bosa. I think they've got some coaching situations here I don't love. But let's talk Tua. Um, he got on third down so many times. He also loves the middle of the field, and he had that. It, yeah. it felt to me whenever he kind of wanted it. Why was he so effective? Is it just Tyreek Hill? Uh, well, first of all, there's a couple of factors in this particular game. We'll, we'll, I'll make a comment about this game and then be a little more general. In this game against the Chargers, the Chargers played high, high, high percentage man coverage, both cover one and two man, and they pressed a lot. They tried to press a lot, and they really got burned, but on a more general level, and you're seeing this around the league more and more, and I actually have a theory about receivers as we move forward in the draft and down the road, it's motion. They use motion as well as any team yes. in the league, and you're seeing it more and more and more. And the whole idea behind motion, or one of the main ideas, is free access off the ball. Because now you take someone like Tyreek Hill, who you're concerned about his speed to begin with, and now he motions. And now you have to back off. Or they line him up in a spot, he'll motion to a spot where a corner is in an uncomfortable position, maybe closer to the formation or in the formation. And they scream off the line. And all you're thinking about is, I cannot get beat over the top. Yeah. So you turn your body. And whatever way you turn your body, you can't play the other way. It's just not the body doesn't do that. Um, I'll give you an example, too, of another team that did a ton of it, and not, and I doubt there'll be a great team this year, but what the Rams did with Tutu Atwell, a ton of motion. That guy's probably 5'6 and 150 pounds, and yet when you put him in motion and you can't press him, he gets on your corner and into your secondary so fast. Yeah. Um, I want to go, uh, I, a lot of this, Greg, I've said, I've told you this before. I watch a game, and I watch the first 15 plays, and coaches will tell me, what they're yep. trying to do or what they think their quarterback can and can't do. Denver was very conservative. Denver was very conservative, not a lot down the field. I got to tell you, that contract kicks in next year and is punitive for five years. I, I watched that game and I thought, 
Yeah. I don't know with Russell. I don't know. What do you know after watch? I know it's a one week, but what did you see? Uh, you know, it's funny you say that. I said the Broncos pass game was condensed with few throws at the intermediate and deeper levels of the coverage. There was, wasn't much verticality by design. Wilson is not a patient late in the down quarterback. He doesn't work effectively from muddied pockets, obviously, because he, he's, he's too small. Um, he, he misses a lot of throws, Colin. And when I say misses, not with inaccuracy, but he just doesn't turn it loose on throws that you have to make. And you know that that's not going to sit well with Sean Payton, who's so meticulous in how he puts together an offense, and certainly with his career with Drew Brees, who did not miss those throws. Um, and th this was a little bit of a tough watch with because uh, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. And I saw some good things from a conceptual standpoint, but Russell Wilson has got to turn the ball loose. He has got to play with a better sense of timing and rhythm and get the ball out. All right. Well, I may have not been good with my picks, but we did predict that Jalen Hurts was going to miss Shane Steichen. I did not think he played well all second half. Um, and and they, we know they have good offensive line, effective protection. Um, I just didn't think he played particularly well. They played tonight on a short week. What did the yeah. film say? What what was happening? What were my eyes seeing with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles last year's robust offense? Yeah, well, two things stood out to me. One, I almost fell off my chair because Lane Johnson got beat once or twice, and I think the, that last happened when I was about five years old, Colin. <laughs> um, so, you know, their offensive line did not play real well, and Hurts did not have a sharp mental game. He didn't see coverage with clarity. He didn't control or man manipulate defenders. We can sit here and say it's lack of preseason football, but, you know, these games count now. Um, I thought he had some misreads as well, particularly in the second half. Um, short week, we'll see if that gets cleaned up. I, I think most of us would agree that that's not going to be the way the season is, yeah. but that's what the tape showed week one, and we'll see what happens tonight. Okay, uh, by I, the way, yeah. against a defense that's hard to play against, Brian Flores, he's one of those guys that what you see before the snap is not what you see after the snap. Yeah. And if you're not sharp mentally, if it takes an extra second, and you know in this league fractions matter, if it takes an extra second, then that, that can hurt an offense, obviously. Yeah, Brian's a great coach, and I thought he did a great job in Miami early. He just struggled with Tua. And, you know, it's a, it's an offensive quarterback league, so McDaniels has yeah. elevated that spot. So I don't want to talk too much about the young quarterbacks. I want to give this three or four weeks until we dive into it. I will say I this. Agree. I will say this, though. <laughs> Anthony Richardson jumps off the television. He is just a, he's a man. He is big and explosive. What did you see from him? Yeah, I thought that, you know, for the most part, there was a certain sense of poise to his game. Um, he missed a couple of things. Which, you know, none of this is unexpected, by the way. And you know how it is. People want to make a, a definitive judgment off 40 dropbacks or one game. Um, you know, I thought he settled into the game reasonably well. Um, he, he looked relatively composed. Uh, there were a couple of obvious things that he missed that ideally he gets to see better. Um, you know, there were times he didn't work uh, the, the progression the way it needed to be worked based on the route concept and the coverage. Uh, he certainly had some throws that we expected where he was scattershot, but that's the way he was at Florida, as you well know. That has to be cleaned up. Uh, but overall, I would say it was more positive than negative. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I, he, of all the rookie quarterbacks, the, he'll be the most fun to watch to me because there's so much dynamic potential with him. Big, strong moves. And Shane Steichen, yeah. as I think we both agree, Shane Steichen with young quarterbacks has quite a track record. Okay. So now let's take some time and talk Packers Chicago. So the when I watched, it, it's a little Josh Allen, though I don't think he's Josh Allen. A, a, a lot of times Justin Fields, with his defensive coach in line play, feels frenetic. <laughs> It feels very yeah. frenetic. It, I just watch him, and it's like, first read, second, boom, I'm out of here. I don't trust the O-line. I've been hit too much. I'm getting out of here. That's what it feels like to me is he's losing trust. It, it, you, you take hits in this league for a couple of years, Greg, and it wears on you. You don't just see ghosts. You hear them. Yeah. What do you see on film? Well, I don't know what's in his head. None of us know that. So, yeah. you know, we can't answer that question. Um Obviously, if you get hit a lot, you're very conscious of getting hit and you start to anticipate pressure. And obviously, no quarterback loves to get hit. Uh, so if, if that starts happening a lot, it, I'm sure it does affect them. But I think Justin Fields is another quarterback that doesn't see things with the speed with which he needs to. Um, he misses things. There are certain concepts he just really struggles with. He struggles with what we call the flood concept. It's a three-level concept to one side of the field. He struggles with what we call the mesh concept, where there's two receivers cross each other on shallow crosses, and there's a route right behind them that's kind of a sit route that's that's meant for zone coverage if it's not man coverage. He just doesn't see these things at the necessary speed. Now, obviously, he can run, so he'll make some plays. But at some point, and the thing is, I thought toward the end of last season, because I spent a lot of time watching him this summer as well, I thought he showed flashes at the end of last season, making me think, okay, if there's improvement, he's got a chance. Uh, and again, it's it's one game this year, so I don't want to you know, paint him with the big, broad picture and say he stinks, and I wouldn't talk like that anyway, but... You know, he just he needs to be quicker, much quicker with what he sees. Uh, Jordan Love looked really comfortable in the preseason. And I yep. said, slow down. It's the preseason. And then Jordan Love looked really comfortable against <laughs> the Bears. And I'm like, yep. the O-line is your typical Packer O-line. A good left tackle, protection in the middle. He looked, I don't know, he looked, com he, looked I, he has not looked uncomfortable preseason no. bears he looks like he's been doing this a while yeah don't forget he is a veteran he's been in the league he just hasn't played a lot of football right but he's so clean and efficient on his drop and set in the pocket he i love the way he holds the ball he, he sets he's firm he has really good knee bend it allows him to work from the ground up and deliver the ball with such an easy motion um I thought he saw things well. He was outstanding on third down, which is a combination of the concepts, but he has to read it out. And I thought he did a really, really good job doing that. Um, you know, keep in mind, too, they they played with three rookie wide receivers, and then Dobbs is a second-year receiver. Then Watson will be back. He's a second-year receiver. They're playing with a rookie tight end. So this is a young, young offense. They'll make mistakes, and there might be some weeks where you know you you say to me, "Oh, they didn't look real good," and that'll probably be the case. But I think that Love is is a talented guy. He throws the ball well. He can move a little bit, but yet he has a pocket mentality. He does not look to get out of the pocket. Yeah, no, I like that, and he could, by the way, because he he moves. So let's do the yeah. big big play of the week by Greg Cosell. It's a Jordan Love moment. Yeah, and, and actually, as we go to the play, this was the touchdown. I believe it ended the first possession of the game, and this was the touchdown that he hit to Romeo Dobbs. And you can see, just, just by watching Love, before we break down the specifics, 
that Dobbs was obviously not his first read. Yeah. You can see that just by looking at Ed Love's body language. So let's walk through this. So what we're going to get is we're going to see Love in, in the gun here. And by the way, this was a third down play, and he was seven for nine, I believe, on yeah, third down. Yeah, he was now, great on third on down. Play, yeah. Yeah, the first read on this play was Jones in the flat. The second read was Musgrave on the crosser from the backside. Dobbs was the third read on this play, Colin. So let's just walk through this, and you'll see how all this played out. You can see he looks right away to the flat, and you see that Jones is not going to be there because the corner's sitting there. So that throw's gone. So what's the next read, as I said? It's Musgrave on the crosser. That's where his eyes go. But you'll see that Musgrave is not there either because there's two defenders there. So you don't want to throw that ball. So the third read now is Dobbs. And Dobbs ran the route in a way that made him the third read. He didn't race into the middle. He, he, he took his time. Wow. So then Love, what does he do? He climbs the pocket and he hits Dobbs. This was outstanding quarterbacking yes, yes. in the low red zone. And you can see here, you can see him go through everything. And he, and he hits him. And this was the, I believe that ended the first possession. So you're talking about playing his first game of the season, and he does that to end the first possession. That was really good quarterbacking. Yeah, if I'm a Packer fan and I watch your description of that, I feel really good. Um, you know, it, it, i got to tell you, offensive coach, run game protection. I said this last, yeah. I said it earlier this week. Playing quarterback in the NFL is calculus. Everybody's better with a good tutor when it comes to calculus. Uh, couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think Lafleur's done a very nice job. I thought that screen, that double screen look, I thought was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Clever, yeah. clever play. So that's exciting for Packer fans. Greg Cosell, 44 years NFL films, as always, smart stuff. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per Phillip at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.